welcome to the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Laney, where we listen to all 92 Diamond albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is Breathless by Kenny G. Oh boy. So, this uh, album. First, first thought I have about it, or just in general, is that I really don't know when I can listen to a saxophone <laughs> again with, yeah. uh, and keep my sanity. Yeah, no. The saxophone was just too much at the end of it. I couldn't, no. And I definitely could not sit and listen to it in just one sitting all the way through. It, I would lose my mind. I, I agree. That after that second one, I just, I really don't know if I can sit down and listen to that album straight, really. Oh, yeah, no, no. Because we listened to it the first time together, so we could kind of, like, share our thoughts and all that. But then we listened to it separately, and no, it was just absolute yeah. torture. It was horrible. Because, I mean, after the, um, I mean, at the beginning of the first listen, um, honestly, that album was kind of busting, dude. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some some of those songs were just hitting, but it's like the last four songs is um, oh my gosh. kind of where it started taking the, the downhill spiral for me. Um, no. Because I really did enjoy those but it's like those last four songs had mm-hmm. had no soul almost yeah i listened to them today well the last three today before you know we did this or whatever just so i could have like you know fresh on the mind and also because we were just over it when we listened to it all the way through and they still just weren't my favorites mm-hmm. they were yeah. just mediocre i guess i get you um i mean very easy going Mm-hmm. If I was at like oh, yeah. a doctor's office and that was playing, I wouldn't mind. But I can't just be sitting in my room and listening to mm-hmm. "Breathless" by Kenny G. Yeah. Just, it's so like the the main way I can describe it. I've already said this before, but it's soulless. Yeah, some of it really lacked personality. You know, yeah, I get that. And honestly, it's classified as jazz. But I don't think of it as jazz. I think it is more like contemporary or easy listening, that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think is why a lot of people gave this album poor reviews is because this isn't a jazz album. This sucks. Like, this is so bland and mediocre. But I don't know. I thought it was good. I mean, it's a a diamond album. It went 12 times platinum. Yeah, I mean... So... For what I thought it was going to be, it, it is so much better. I thought I, than I what I expected, because I mean, yeah. even I mean, you know, before this, we were cracking jokes about the album. We were like, "Oh man, that Kenny G, we're gonna have to listen to a whole hour and eleven minutes or whatever of Kenny yeah. G." Um, but at least like the first two thirds, I'd give it the first two thirds mm-hmm. were enjoyable oh, at yeah. least, but. Um, yeah. That, those last four were kind of a trudge, I guess. <laughs> yeah. The first 30 minutes, because I texted you that when I was listening to it, it went by soup like very quickly. It was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And the second track on this album, Forever in Love, won a Grammy for instrumental composition in 1994. So, it, so it's a good album. Yeah. It's just like not, I guess, my taste necessarily. Mm-hmm. I get you. Um, something kind of like weirdly specific about it is it reminded me of like 90s video game soundtracks yeah. like Mario 64 I, I wrote that down on the first listen I was like man this sounds like something I would jump on some 
turtles with. <laughs> Jump on some turtles. Yeah. Those Koopas, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. It all sounded very similar, obviously, because it's Kenny G with his saxophone. Yeah. But at the same time, he made it all sound so different because songs like G-Bop where it was an absolute banger and it yeah. sounded like it was from the 90s mm-hmm. compared to the wedding song which is I think yeah. the last one on the album and it was just like yeah the wedding song was rough yeah was that, that one that was like roses or something roses. sister rose sister rose yeah. oh my gosh that one was no was I don't know rough. I think the wedding song was my least favorite <laughs> I don't know I, sister rose is like seven minutes though Oh, yeah, it was like six, six minutes, minutes. Yeah. and something. Yeah, no, that one was pretty... They, he could have cut that at like three or four minutes, I will say, and it would have been a lot better. I mean, it, would have been, it wouldn't have been great, but... Well, I mean, let's say you give it a seven or something. It mm-hmm. could have been an eight, maybe. Yeah. But no, it was just not... <laughs> it just wasn't it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 I get you. So, um, you want to get into like kind of specifics about certain songs and yeah yeah um so one thing one song that i me and you have been singing is the <laughs> by the time the night is over that, yeah that little piece it's so with Pebo. Catchy. oh yeah. my gosh yeah 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 because uh, when i first heard that i was like oh, i don't know how i feel about that because um it's a kenny g album but mm-hmm. the lyric songs kind of make kenny g seem as a background thing like yeah. he's the feature it takes away from the instrumental concept I yeah, guess yeah. technically his album title or his song titles excuse me uh don't say featuring this person they say with this with, person yeah so um i don't so know it's it, like a co-feature yeah kind of thing it just kind of makes kenny g seem like not as important on the songs even though it's a kenny g song but at least that yeah that song was pretty good um the other lyric song i didn't feel as no. highly about what was the name of that one? I'm not exactly sure. Um, oh, even if my heart would break with Aaron, something Aaron. Neville. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel as great about that one. That I, I didn't really like Aaron's voice. I don't think it captured the song like it really should have been captured. I feel like if he had someone like Al Green or something like that, it would have enhanced it instead of like. Making it feel malnourished. Dude, you know, like a crazy <laughs> CeeLo Green on a <laughs> Kenny G song. <laughs> that would be absolutely bonkers. Honestly, they should collab. They should do it. Dude, they, they should, should go for it. I think I hope CeeLo still makes music. I don't know. I haven't heard from. Honestly, him after he was on The Voice and had like a pet bird or something, I haven't <laughs> heard from him. So I, I really couldn't tell you, man. Um... But yeah, by the time the night is over, that one is still stuck in my head, and mm-hmm. I added that one to my favorites playlist because why would you not? It's a great sing-along song. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the other one that I thought was really good was the first one, which was The Joy of Life. I think that was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, The Joy of Life, which we initially... Re- thought it was a 10 out of 10 but then I listened to it again I gave it a 9.5 I took it down a notch cause like yeah a t- 10 is a little I don't really know if anything on this album is a, is a 10 no um, I think it's all above a 5 yeah but it's also a diamond album so I get yeah I get how much it. can you really have that's below a 5 exactly. Nickelback will test that <laughs> next podcast that's the next one yeah um 
little spoiler, but mm-hmm. um, so I was gonna say something. Oh, every one of the songs I wrote this on the first listen as well. Like, I'm wondering like when he's gonna get into his quote unquote Kenny G bag, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, oh man what's in store and then sometimes it's just hitting oh yeah but unfortunately oh, yeah. man i don't know how i keep saying that but those last four songs dude he just never got in that bag he never did it just kind of it was elevator music like i could have heard that at my pediatrician when i'm getting my yearly checkup you really could and the thing is the start of those four which is sister rose mm-hmm. comes after g-bop which G-Bop sets the bar pretty high. Yeah, that's like one of the So then to there. come off of that and be so mellow and slow and all of that, it's really not in that song's favor. Um, something I noticed towards the end of the album, and I'm not going to harp on the last four songs in this, but <laughs> right. uh, something I noticed is like when I tried to think back to the songs without lyrics, um, I couldn't really think of specifics like very many specifics out of stuff mm-hmm. i could think of the hook every once in a while but i couldn't think of what the song was called with certain hooks and everything was blending together um and i initially was like man that sucks like this doesn't have any i guess staying power in my mind but um is it really that bad to not know the names of the songs if you're enjoying like most of the album I don't think so, because I feel like the only way people could really recognize each individual song was to be, uh, number one, a super mega Kenny G fan, Mm -hmm. or number two, to actually sit and annotate the songs because you are in an orchestra or a band and that's what you play, Mm -hmm. or if you were like a cover band for Kenny G or something like that. A Kenny G cover band. I hope that exists. I, I really do. That I would go see that. I would go see that. Kenny, and they have to look like Kenny G though. They can't like not. Look I feel like, like Kenny a lot G. of people could look like Kenny G, like Adrian. Dude, I could. That kid like, I graduated with. Yep. I could look like Kenny G if I dyed my hair black and grew it and out grew a little it bit. Out? I think you. He's maybe a dark brown, maybe not black, but. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I keep saying Weird Al instead of Kenny G, <laughs> even though I'm me and Kenny G every time. I keep mistaking him for Weird Al. No clue why. Yeah. 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 Two different men, but they look very similar, so whatever. Um, I will say, though, I did watch interviews with him. We'll get back Mm -hmm. to the songs in a minute, but I watched some interviews with him, and he is very humble, which I like. I appreciate that about people. And you can tell that he was a band kid, and, like, that's how he started because of how he, like, holds himself, his composure, things like that. Mm -hmm. But then also, when he talks about himself... It sounds like he's bragging, but at the same time, how do you not brag when you're Kenny G? When you're probably the most famous mainstream saxophonist Exa- ever. Exactly, yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, if I were him, oh man, I don't know. I'd probably brag a lot more, and he doesn't even brag. He just genuinely talks about himself. Like, he practices mm-hmm. three hours a day, like five or six days a week, I think. And so, I don't know. He just keeps it going, and he can just show up anywhere and start playing and it's crazy dude he holds the i think i've told you this before but i'll repeat it for the podcast he holds the longest concert b flat or something because he can circularly Mm -hmm. breathe um meaning he's breathing out of his mouth but also breathing in his nose yeah um and i think it was like 
40 something minutes. I want to say 47. Yeah, something like that. He something. holds the Guinness World Record for it. Yeah, something crazy. Um, yeah. And I just thought that was an interesting fact about him. Definitely a skilled, um, skilled saxophonist, but uh, then again, like, how much saxophone can you listen to before listening to saxophone is torture? Exactly. But, like, that's the thing, though. The saxophone is, like, his voice. Yeah. And I think he, in general, is a pretty mellow, happy mm-hmm. kind of guy. And so his music, you could kind of tell, like, what his personality is through his music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, then... rumbling. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> we need to find a better space next time, I guess. Um, he also has his pilot's license. Did you know that? He can fly. Yeah, he can fly. Oh, my gosh. And he has a plane that he calls the Beaver, and he was, <laughs> and he was in an interview, and he he was like, "Don't think too much about that." <laughs> and then he tried to explain like why it's called the Beaver, and it's because it's one of those amphibious planes, and <laughs> no. it's called. Oh my gosh, I can't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pronounce this, but it's like, I don't know, De Havilland or something Beaver, something like that, bro. I don't know. But it's an amphibious plane that you can land on water, obviously, fly through the air. It can do anything so you want dope. it to do. And so he's just, he's really just cool guy Kenny, huh? Dude, he really just, like, is living his best life. Because he grew up um, in a small little ranch house, like, sleeping in the same room as, as his brother. Um, and now he's living in, where at? I think. Miami? No, I think he's in California. Oh. I'm not sure. One of those paradises. Paradise type place. Malibu. He's in Malibu. Malibu. That's it. Um, but he really, I guess, really stepped living up that from life? then. Yeah. Just by playing the saxophone. Who else does that, dude? Just that's just I a Kenny know. G thing. Dude. It's just a, it's just a Kenny G thing. It is just <laughs> a Kenny G thing. Nothing but a Kenny G thing. Nothing but a Kenny. Oh my gosh, seriously. But then I will say, there's a music video for Forever in Love, which oh, I didn't get to watch that. Which is like, I guess, the most popular song off this album. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's kind of what you expect a Kenny G music video to look like. Like, it's kind of weird, but it's very, I don't know, it just makes sense. What, is there like a, a plot? Like, there's or... like naked kids running around, but then you have Kenny G like emerging from the shadows, just playing a <laughs> saxophone all smooth and suave. Silky, all of that. I'm. It's just really weird. Silky. Like the naked kids are like running through a field. They're just having a great time. Just like they're just naked, like not doing anything. Yeah. Just... Cheeks. <laughs> 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 like they're just running through a field naked, wild and free. I mean, I don't know. It reminds me of this movie called The Secret of Roan Ennis, which is like it takes place in like Ireland or Scotland or something. And there's this one scene of this like a little boy who's naked just running through the field. Yeah. Except it's not from the back view, it's from the front view. It's like, that, um, <laughs> it's like the Nirvana cover. Oh, yeah. With like the, the baby underwater. Why are these people exposing these kids like that? Dude, and then there's the cover of... I think the kids are naked in this cover, but Over the Hills and Far Away for Led Zeppelin, they're like... There's they're crawling sun. up the... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they are. Um, I Maybe remember not. I wore that shirt for that, with that cover on it. In like the second grade, and everybody made fun of me <laughs> because there's naked kids on it. I remember that shirt. Yeah. Um, oh man. So screw, <laughs> screw you, kids. That's that's a good song. That's a. There's great naked band. kids. It's just a Kenny G thing. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a, a Kenny, Kenny G thing, bro. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a Kenny G. 
All right, let's get back to the songs, though. So we kind of covered the last four, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, I mean, they're just slow songs. Yeah. They're pretty basic, uh, contemporary songs, whatever you want to classify this as. Um, I think overall this is a very happy album. Like, if you were to just listen to yeah, it's good one lives. or a couple songs. Yeah, exactly, it is. That's kind of what I was trying to get at, but I couldn't formulate. Sorry, I don't know y'all heard that water bottle crack open. Uh, I couldn't formulate my sentences on it, but like what I was saying, I could hear this in my doctor's office. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it's quote like boring, not necessarily boring, but that's just the best word I can find for it right now. Yeah. Um. But it's very like happy go lucky and. Yeah, and I feel like. Other than, like, the doctor's office or, like, elevator music, which I feel like is kind of a blow to his, you know, to this album, I feel like you could also hear it in, like, a spa or something. Yeah. Like, you know, they're sitting there, like, giving you a massage or something. Like, that's the kind of music they play sometimes. Or I wrote this down for Sister Rose, which is, like, one of the slow songs at the end. And I wrote that at first it kind of sounds like I just walked into, like, a lounge or, like, a jazz club or something. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's very, like, relaxed. I don't know. It just... If you need to relax, if you're stressed or anxious or something, this album, honestly, will help you with that, I feel like. Like, my um, one-sentence consensus of this album, I guess I could um, give you, is it's probably the best elevator music that you could hear. (laughs) Like... Because a lot of people are like, oh, this is boring, this isn't jazz, this isn't this, this isn't that, this gives a bad rep to jazz. It's, um, it's not bad music. No. I don't think it's bad music. Um, I think you get a little a little lost, because sometimes you're like, this is soulless, but... Right. Um, it's not It's not bad music. I really, I really don't think so. I don't understand why the critics gave it such harsh reviews. I don't either. I mean, again, it went 12 times platinum. Mm-hmm. It is a diamond certified album. Clearly or at least like at least in the United States and like mm-hmm. other countries listen to it. It was platinum several times as well. Yeah. So obviously, like you said, people liked it. And I mean, I guess it's not normally what people listen to. Which is why it's number 92 on this list. Yeah. Even though I think it should be much higher than I mean, some of the, the stuff. The Lion King soundtrack is way up there. That's also a Disney soundtrack, though. So yeah. everybody loves Disney. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I don't know if this needs to be 92. I'm not no, saying the no, Lion no. King soundtrack is Because, like, other albums on this list have songs that were hits. Like, they're, they're yes. good songs, I won't lie. But is the rest of the album just as good as those individual songs? Yeah. Because I think this album is through and through a solid album mm-hmm. are the other ones. That's the question, I guess. So I would say, I mean, where would you put this one kind of somewhere on this list? Um, since we don't have anything, like, ranked mm-hmm. just yet, I'm going to give it kind of a not-specific ranking. Uh, probably somewhere in, like, 40s, like 45, 46, 47. Yeah. Out of, out of 92. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, high... 50s, 50, 51, 52. Okay. Depends on uh, how good some of these albums are. Yeah. Coming up, which I mean, they're diamond albums. 
and we're starting at the bottom going to the top, so there's a high probability that it will get bumped out of those 50s. But That's true. I agree with that. And honestly, though, I don't know. This came out in 1992. He was 36 years old. Mm-hmm. This was his sixth studio album, right? Something like I that. Think, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I would describe this album in many different ways, you know, vivacious at times, funky even, but then also very just slow maybe mm-hmm. maybe even supple <laughs> i don't know yeah oh supple i don't really like that word but Some supple I'm using it. saxophone playing because like i don't know some songs they just reminded me of things like they reminded me of like a church choir or something or like hymns that they sing yeah, in yeah, churches yeah. or it reminds me of like montages that people make and post online or just like the intro to some shows like I wrote that The Joy of Life which is the first one kind of reminded me of like an intro to like an older sitcom like The Golden Girls mm-hmm. something it just it it's very diverse but at the same time it's just very consistent yeah <laughs> it is a very consistent yeah. album I mean I keep saying this but like other than the last four songs it's pretty consistent with mm-hmm. how he does his songs like starts off with like oh how's he gonna get in his bag here gets in the bag oh yeah he stays in his bag um once he starts hitting those notes it's over also did you you notice in the outros like all of the outros he always does some crazy he does that's what the last part is when he really just starts going for it yes like kenny no we need that Uh randomly thrown into a song keep us on our toes but then it also like when he starts going crazy like that, it fades out. Uh-huh. So it doesn't, like, I don't know. I don't know the full potential of uh, Kenneth Gorlick. Kenneth, Kenneth Gorlick? Dude, he's lucky he went with Kenny G and not Kenny Kenneth G. Gorlick. Kenneth Bruce Gorlick. Oh, my gosh. Bruce. 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 Shout out to, shout out to people named Bruce, bro. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I mean, I don't know. When I buy this album, maybe. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'd buy it. I'd at least buy some of the songs off it. I'd buy it. Like on I might, I might get like a vinyl, you know, like a yeah. record. I'd get that. When I go to a Kenny G concert, not unless my man was crowd surfing while playing the saxophone. I don't know. If Kenny G came into town, like, I wouldn't drive two hours away. Oh, no, 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 no. But if he came into town, I would go to a Kenny G concert. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. But we'd get like the cheap like nosebleed tickets and just like uh-huh. vibe up in the <laughs> up in the stands I'm or whatever. Talk to the <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'll, that'd be fine. I'll get down to Kenny G in the nosebleeds with you. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, man, I was gonna say something else. Now I can't remember. I don't know. I mean, just the songs. He's no Kelpie G from SpongeBob, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelpie G. Kelpie G. Would Squidward Tentacles listen to Kenny G? Squidward Tentacles would so listen to Kenny G, dude. All right, that's all we need to know. You heard it here here first. I mean, ain't nothing but a Kenny G thing. Ain't nothing but a Kenny G thing. And that's that's my consensus I've drawn from this album. Yeah. Uh, it's, about, it's about all i got to say about that, really. I think that's it. So, Kenny, you did great. Honestly, if you drop another album, I might listen to it just to see what you're Indeed. up to. And, 2020. I, I you know, agree. 2021. See if he still got it. See if he, see if he still got it, exactly, because, I mean, it's, 
It's been eight years since this album, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, my gosh, wait, what year wait, is it? It's 2020. Years. Ooh, it's 2020, 20, not 2000. Eight years. <laughs> Sorry. 1992. That's weird. It's been 28 years. Dude, you want to get like your brain scrambled real quick? The 1970s wow. started 50 years ago. The Beatles. That's so weird. We'll have a hundred year old old albums when we're in our 60s. That's weird. I don't know why I keep thinking it's the 2000s, but I do. Oh uh-huh. my gosh, time has really flown by. All right. Well. Anyway. Um, Yes, that's it for this episode of The Diamond Mine with Nate and Wendy. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back uh, next podcast with some Nickelback for you. Ooh, all right. One down, 91 to go. See ya.